Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration, transformation, and evolution as we try and keep it together while parenting our tweens and teens. This is real work, real personal growth. And when we focus on our own learning and nurturing the connection we have with our kids, we can move through the turbulence in a way that allows for our relationships to remain intact and for life skills to be developed. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am your fearless host. I am a positive discipline trainer, a space holder, a coach, and the adolescent lead at Sproutable. I'm also mom to a 20-year-old daughter and 17-year-old son. I'm walking right beside you on this path of raising our kids with positive discipline and conscious parenting. This show is meant to be a resource to you, and I work really hard to keep it real, transparent, and authentic so that you feel seen and supported. Today is a throwback show. It's part of the Alternatives to Punishment limited series that I put out last year. It's my firm belief that repetition is powerful. So I'm sharing these shows again so that you can revisit these powerful concepts and fine tune your practice. If you're a new listener, yay, hey, you're welcome. (laughs) This is a great time to start to really dig into these tools. Please don't forget, sharing truly is caring. If you love today's show, please pass the link around. You can snap a screenshot and post it on your social media, in your stories, or text it to your friends. Together, we can make an even bigger impact on families around the world. Thanks again for being here. Enjoy the show. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the fifth week, the fifth week of teasing apart alternatives to punishment. I don't know. I've said a lot the last five weeks, so I may have said this already, but I am guessing that you're catching on that this whole series is about really taking a new lens and a new perspective to behavior and our role as parents in our teens' lives. It is messy, yes, but it is a shift that can interrupt so much generational conditioning around worth and enoughness. Imagine what would happen if the world was being led by people who had a healthy sense of self-worth and enoughness. I mean, it would be a game changer, right? It would be a game changer. It 100% starts in our homes and how we are showing up for our kids. It is a big deal. We all love our kids and we all want what is best for them. We parents get into mischief when we believe that we know that we're holding the knowledge of what is best for our teenagers without considering that they are actually sovereign human beings with valid thoughts of their own about what they want, and when we can create a space that they feel safe to step into, a space where their voice becomes a part of the conversation, what truly is best for them can emerge. Today's show is about creating that space, about holding that energetic, encouraging container so that our teens can explore who they are and what they want while knowing that they are loved and accepted by the people who matter most to them, which is you even though sometimes the door is closed and they aren't talking to you, you are the people who matter most to them. During the first episode of the series, I shared those short-term versus long-term questions with you. Remember those? 
I invited us all to really sit with those long-term questions. How do I help my teen become capable? How do I get into my teen's world and support their developmental process? How do I help my teen feel belonging and significance? I mean, isn't that the goal, that our kids feel capable, that they've moved through their development in the best possible way, and they walk out of our house feeling that healthy sense of connection and meaning? Yeah, yes, everybody nodding your head. Yeah, that is our goal. And the pathway to get there lies in the way we show up as they slog through this part of their lives. You know, I had a mom that came through my classes years ago at the Monroe YMCA. Shout out to my dear friend, Jessica. She was one of the few parents who was in the class with teens. This was before I had teenagers. And one day during a whole group conversation, she shared something so profound that it's really stuck with me. She said, you know, I just feel like my job is to hold the loving container. I'm holding this container, right? And my kid's job is to bounce all over that container as they make sense of who they are and what they want and the world around them. I love this visual. This is absolutely our job to hold the energetic container. It is our job to not judge our kids for how they bounce. Our job is to hold space for them to bounce, right? We all grew up very aware of whether or not our parents approved of us. If they accepted us for who we were, if we were a disappointment, who would you be today had you grown up in a household where love and acceptance truly was unconditional? And maybe you did. Maybe that is the household that you grew up in. And if that's the case, awesome. You probably don't need any therapy. You're a very well-adjusted human being. Do what your parents did. (laughs) Some of us, you know, we have some worthiness issues. We have some self-worth stuff that we clearly are working and struggling with, and it's showing up now as we parent our teenagers. Parents did the best they could with the tools they had in the moment, and I'm sure they loved us and wanted what was best for us. And so many of us internalized their way of being with us as not being good enough. We became people pleasers, or maybe we became crazy, unhealthy, overachievers, or perhaps we're not going for it because of the fear of failing. We all have our issues, most of us, like I said, most of us anyway. And a lot of our issues came from the way we interpreted our parents' opinion of us. So how about we do better for our kids? How about we work towards that? And you guys are listening. I'm preaching to the choir. You want to do better for your kids. So awesome. So I've been getting groceries from Hungry Root for the last few months, and I am loving it. I use it to keep healthy snacks in the house, and I also order a few meal kits that are easy go-tos during the week. What I love is the variety that shows up in the box. Crunchy snacks, sweets, breakfast smoothies, whatever I've clicked as wanting comes to my door. My dietary wishes are different than my family's. The boys, Ben and Ian, they're always trying to build muscle and gain weight, I am not. Hungry Root gives so many options, it meets all of our needs. In our last box, we got cilantro lime chicken with jasmine rice, and it literally took me seven minutes to put together. 
Listen, after working all day and doing all the things for the fam, seven minutes to throw together dinner works for me. And the ingredients are good, like high quality good. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Save hours of planning, shopping, and cooking. Let Hungry Root deliver the food you love. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Joyful Courage podcast listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash joy and get 40% off your first delivery and those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash joy. Don't forget to use our link so that they know we sent you. This podcast is sponsored by Factor. Are you old enough to remember TV dinners? They came in those tin trays and each part of the meal had its own little compartment. I remember eating those and watching Happy Days, followed by Three's Company, maybe a little Laverne and Shirley. I am that old. Well, the situation has been totally upgraded by Factor. Factor makes delicious, ready-to-eat meals. And unlike those quick meals of the past, every Meal from Factor is fresh, never frozen, chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including meals that are calorie smart, protein plus, and keto if that's your thing. Also, there's more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. In my last order, we got red chicken chili, tamale bowls, and Italian sausage pizza casserole, as well as other delicious meals that my family loved. Plus, there's breakfast and smoothies and all sorts of other add-ons to make life simpler while also keeping it healthy. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Right now, head to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use code joyful50 to get 50% off. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50 to get 50% off. We don't want our kids to be making choices and decisions and mistakes because they want to show us that they can do what they want. We don't want them to be in reaction to us. We want them to consider the outcomes of those choices, decisions, mistakes for them, right? And so we got to get out of the way. We got to get out of the way. Curiosity, authenticity, transparency, and neutrality are ways of being that can really serve us as we navigate the challenges of the teen years. I've been saying this for weeks now, right? And unconditional love and acceptance doesn't mean anything goes. This isn't about being permissive. I know I've said it many, many times. So many parents who subscribe to quote positive parenting struggle with what to do because they don't want to be mean, right? It's like, okay, I want to be positive. I want to be a positive parent. So how do I deliver punishment and consequences without being mean? Well, that's not what positive discipline is about. Positive discipline right? Which is not the same as when you hear about the umbrella term of positive parenting or gentle parenting. Positive discipline is its own thing. It fits under underneath those umbrellas, but it has its own specific philosophy and theory. It isn't about being nice while you give a punitive consequence. Positive discipline is about getting to the root 
of what is happening for your teen, figuring out the belief that is moving them in the direction of their behavior and doing the work there, teasing things apart there. You still get to say no. You still get to have expectations and limits, full permission, okay? We have a really powerful activity in Positive Discipline called I Love You and the Answer is No. And it really highlights the physical experience of the power struggle that can show up when we parents say no to something, right? And I'm gonna try to share it with you and hope that the power of it can come through in a visualization. But normally just know this is a physical experiential activity. So, okay, imagine, you know, close your eyes if you're not driving. Imagine you're standing there. Imagine your teenager walking towards you in full stride, full stride saying, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. They're coming at you. They're saying, I want, I want, I want to do this. I want to do that. Moving towards you. Now imagine as they get closer, you put your hands to their shoulder height, you plant your feet, and as they collide into your hands, you say a firm no. Imagine that. Imagine that. And imagine if you want, go back 15 seconds and imagine being the child. I want, I want, I want, walking towards the parent and having those hands up, colliding with those hands and hearing that firm no. How did that play out in your imagination? What did you see happening in that visualization? What did you feel? What did you notice? So often, our kids come to us with ideas and plans and possibilities, and without missing a beat, we drop right into the no. No, nope, no way. I know I've been there for sure, especially what they're asking for pushes up against my feelings of safety. I'm a quick no. Example, my daughter uh, a couple months ago asked me if she could take her brother across the state of Washington, so over the mountains, stay the night in a hotel and go to a rap show on a school night. Uh, no, hell no. <laughs> no way. Real quick. That was an easy one for me. But, you know, we went back and forth about it. She really wanted to go. Well, why not? Here's the plan. We'll be safe. He really wanted to go. I'm sure it would have been loads of fun. And no, no. There are a lot of things I've been a yes to because I allow my kids to, quote, convince me, meaning they cover all the bases, they tell me how they'll stay safe, you know, and I feel comfortable enough to say yes, but sometimes it is a no. And how we deliver that no is really important. I love you. That sounds so fun. I totally get why you want to do this with your brother. And no, not this time. Or nope, not yet. We're getting there, but not yet, right? Is our no met with disappointment? Yeah, of course. Eye rolling, storming off anger sometimes. That's okay. It's okay. So going back to that visual, imagine that your teen is striding towards you, same pace, right? Coming at you. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want to go. I want to do. You put those hands up again, but this time as they move towards your hands, you take a few steps backward with them. It's not all them. You have some energy in the game here, but you're taking a few steps backwards and you're saying, I love you and the answer is no. And maybe they keep coming and you repeat, I love you and the answer is no. How does that feel? How does that play out? Do you imagine, do you visualize them losing a little bit of steam? Do you imagine them getting stronger and really pushing back? It's really what this is about, this whole yes, no thing is about being in relationship with the human in front of you. 
even as we move into the passenger seat, the metaphorical passenger seat, we still have a responsibility to the teens we are raising. And we can say no. It's okay. You're still a positive discipline parent when you say no. In fact, if you're not saying no, I'm really concerned. How we deliver that matters. It's not about having a ploy to get them to do what we want, but a sign of respect for who they are and what they want to be doing and exploring. Does that make sense? So it's not about here's how you say no so that they can take it. It's about here's how we deliver a no while still respecting the desires of the human in front of us. And that's really what this gig's all about. Treating our teens with dignity and respect. This is what supports them in feeling capable. This is what supports them in their developmental process. Holding an encouraging container includes all the yeses and all the noes. It allows our teens to know that we parents We have the capacity to hit the brakes, even if they don't want us to, but we're going to hit the brakes without pushing them out of the driver's seat, right? So it's not about a power struggle for the driver's seat. It's about, you know, showing up to the safety conversation and being in that relationship, in that shared power in a way that allows for our teens to be okay in the end with the no and trust that this is all part of a learning process, right? Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. 
Another tool that's so important during this time, and I know it's going to make some of you groan, (laughs) I can already hear the groans, is family meetings. So I've dedicated entire podcasts to family meetings, so I'm not going to go into the details on the logistics. Go listen to episode 313 for the structure breakdown. What I want to say to you today about family meetings is that they matter. They matter. And if you don't want to call it family meetings, call it something else. It's fine. It's about the human beings who live together, right? That's you and your family coming together to work out how to live together. Done. That's it. That is it. If you are someone who says, well, my family won't do family meetings, I'm going to push back and challenge you and say, maybe you're holding it in a way that seems controlling or threatening to them, right? This is not a time to get on each other's case, to blame, to shame. This is about coming together to work out living together, to connect, to see what's going on in the house during the week so that everyone feels like they know what's going on so that everyone feels supported. Now, you know, one piece of logistics that I am going to talk about is, you know, and you'll read about it, and this is kind of the place where people fall apart and so they never get started, which is in positive discipline, we really like to start off with a compliment circle, right? Where everybody gives a compliment to everyone at the table, including themselves. This is super powerful. and. Many of the families I work with struggle with this because the disconnection inside of the family is really deep, right? Like they're just not there yet. So change it up. Start with one positive thing. It doesn't even have to be about each other, just something good. Hey, the sun came out today. I got to sleep in. Our dog is awesome. Let go of thinking that it has to look a certain way and trust the process. Then Talk about your family logistics. What's going on this week? Who's going to put the trash out on Thursday? What days are the baseball games? What time are we leaving the house to visit grandma? Write it all down. Make sure everybody knows logistics, right? Get into the routine of this kind of conversation once a week or every two weeks, but once a week is for sure the sweet spot. And then add on some problem solving as needed. Once you are all familiar with this is what we do and everyone feels the benefit of this quick little combo after dinner on Sundays or whenever works for you, that's when we tend to do it, but not always, then they are going to feel safe when you say, okay, I have a problem and I need your help. Let's circle up. Family meetings are a powerful alternative to punishment because they nurture relationship. They give everyone a voice at the table. People feel seen and heard, and dignity and respect is held for everyone, for all. They foster a healthy sense of belonging and significance, of love and responsibility, which increases the likelihood that our teens will grow to be cooperative, contributing members of the family and community. All right. I feel like I just like talked at you like a crazy person, but I'm fired up. I'm fired up. I invite you over the next week to sit with what I've shared, to, you know, listen back to some of the information this week, to take stock of the container that you're holding, to consider or even ask your kids, do they feel accepted for who they are? And be ready to listen and not get defensive. If they say, yeah, sometimes, yeah, if I'm doing a good job, I know you love me, right? And really process and be with the response they give you practice, I love you, and the answer is no if the situation comes up and if it feels right to respond that way. And if you're not already doing it, play with a family meeting. Maybe call it something different, but make it happen. 
and let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. I love, love, love hearing from you. And just to remind you, some of the places where you can be in discussion about all the things that we talk about on the podcast, well, one place that's free is the Joyful Courage Parents of Teens Facebook group. This is a space full of other parents of teenagers, parents that listen to the podcast, parents that are interested in positive discipline, parents who are in the gauntlet and reaching out and seeking support from a like-minded, safe, compassionate community. I love this Facebook group. I get in there, I mingle, I check in and offer support there, but really the power of the group comes from the other parents that show up. So that's one way that you can be in conversation. Another way is if you're on social media and you're not already following Joyful Courage, you can find me at joyful underscore courage on Instagram. And I always post about my podcast episodes and you can get in on the discussion in the comment section under those posts and just say, hey, oh my gosh, I listened to this. Here's what landed. Here's what's confusing. Here's where I need help. What about this? Hallelujah. You're the best thing ever. (laughs) Whatever you want to share there is great. And I show up and I engage and interact with you. Also, there is the Joyful Courage page on Facebook as well, just the general page. You can check out the posts about the podcast episodes there. Or if you want to check in directly with me, you can find me at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. That's my email. I do respond to just about every email that I get. So if you have a burning question, hit me up. And if you would like to explore different ways that we can work together, if you're curious about my classes, if you're curious about one-on-one coaching, if you're curious about when the membership program is going to open up, I've got a lot of stuff for you beyond the pod. If you're curious about that, reach out. I'll get you a link for an explore call. We can hop on the phone for 15 minutes and see what the best fit for you is right now. All right. I am passionate about being a resource for you. And I know that a lot of the things that I'm sharing and I've been sharing through all of these throwback shows and just the other podcasts that I put out into the world, sometimes the offering feels like the energetic, yes, I get this. This feels good to me. I am enjoying this gal's vibe. Like you're into it. And then you go in real life, in real time to practice with your teens and it feels a little bit wobbly. So I just want to acknowledge that. And I want to say that's okay, right? If we are conditioned to show up a certain way, like I talked about earlier, then making a drastic change can be really hard. And it requires a daily practice of tuning in with yourself, of listening, hearing what's happening in your brain, reframing some of the inner dialogue and the storytelling that's happening for you, and being willing to try these things on and to see how they feel. All right? Okay. Yay. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate you. And I'll be back with the final throwback show from this series next Thursday. All right. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening in today. Thank you so much to my Sproutable partners, Julieta and Alana, as well as Danielle, 
and Chris Mann and the team at Podshaper for all the support with getting this show out there and helping it to sound so good. Check out our offers for parents with kids of all ages and sign up for our newsletter to stay better connected at besproutable.com. Tune back in on Monday for a brand new interview and I will be back solo with you next Thursday. Have a great day. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy The Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of The Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy.